0: Welcome to the Self-Care Society podcast with your hosts, Celia Williamson, Ashley Kucher, Louis Guardiola, and Carrie Shaw. A podcast devoted to those whose job it is to help others get or remain mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy, but who also need to take care of themselves. And how we're going to do this? By first showing you the filtered, pretty version of success, and then the real struggles, real work, and raw grit it took to get there, how they took care of themselves and also achieved their goals while doing it. Together, we will work with you to improve and maintain your internal health and growth while helping you achieve your external goals and your next professional achievement in life. And we're excited to show you how to follow your own individual and unique path and achieve the dreams you have while taking good care of yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to the Self-Care Society podcast. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson. And today I want to talk about self-care in terms of trust. Who do you trust? Some of us have been hurt in the past. And so we don't really trust, deeply trust, and be vulnerable with the people that we should be particularly our intimate partners, our family members, our best friends. And sometimes we say we trust, but deep down, because of our past, we don't trust. And so in order to really deeply take care of ourselves, it often requires that we reach out and learn to regain Trust. But that means that we have to place our trust in trustworthy others, not just blindly trust in other people. So, how do we know who's trustworthy and who's not trustworthy? We can't look at it and see. Trust is earned when actions, Meet words. So trust is earned when someone's actions meet their words. So let me give you an example because I think this is what causes us a lot of stress and a lot of internal turmoil because we're trusting people that we shouldn't, and we're not giving a chance to people that potentially we should trust. So let me give you some short scenarios and you tell me if the actions are meeting the words. A woman says that she loves her partner. She borrows money from her partner, promises to pay the money back, but doesn't. She's cheated on her partner twice, each time promising never to do it again. Do her actions meet her words? Do her actions match her words? In other words, do you believe what she is saying? Should you trust this person? Because her words are wonderful. She's likely saying, I love you. Um, I trust you. We should be together. We're in this partnership. And all these wonderful words, but her actions, she borrows money, doesn't pay it back. She cheats on that person and that relationship. Here's another one. You caught someone you know in a lie more than once. They promised that they didn't lie in those other situations and that they're not lying to you now. Do you trust yourself or should you trust them? And this is how you know. Do their previous actions match their words and what they're saying now? In what ways do you believe that they do or they don't? Here's another one. Your friend told your secret, but tells you that she's your best friend. Do the actions of the best friend match their words? No. Because the words of your best friend are saying that they are your best friend, which means that they should keep your confidence. But instead, they told your secret. And so this person is not worthy of your deep and intimate trust. So let's talk about the various types of trust. So there's trust in the rules. Like for the most part, I trust when I'm driving that other people are going to obey the rules of the road or I trust the bank with my money or I trust that when I sign a lease with the landlord or something, for example, that I actually am going to have a place to live. There's procedural trust that I trusted my mail person is going to deliver my mail each day. Or um, I trust that when I'm driving, if I slam on the brakes, it's going to indeed stop my car. Or I trust that a teacher will have the information to provide me so that I can learn the subject that I need to learn. There's character-based trust. I trust that when a friend comes over and I have money sitting on my dresser, that the friend isn't gonna steal it. I trust that when I loan my car out to a close family member that I'm gonna get my car back, or that I don't need to check my intimate partner's phone or social media because I trust their character. There's follow-through focused trust. There's Trust that my intimate partner is going to pay the bills like they said they would, or there's trust that a good friend will pick me up at the time they said they would pick me up, or there's trust in that a family member who said they're going to cook dinner um, is going to have dinner ready. Then there's vulnerability based trust, and that's the trust that I put in someone that they're not going to break my heart. It's the trust that I put in someone that they're not going to embarrass me in front of other people. There's the trust that I put in someone that they're not going to gossip about me behind my back or that they're not going to share my secrets with anybody else or that they're not going to physically or sexually hurt me. So. Trust has a lot to do with self-care. And when there's broken trust, you don't feel emotionally safe anymore. And some of us, instead of dealing with our lack of trust and attempting to learn to trust trustworthy others instead of just anybody, we close it away, we lock it away. And we say we trust people, but we no longer trust. And that's not good for self care because we need to trust someone. So here's some other examples, particularly in friendship, where trust is exploited and damaged. A friend says, I love you, I care about you, but their actions, Are that they verbally demean you. They call you names. Dumb, stupid. Or they say, I love you. And they verbally abuse you. Hitting, pushing, shoving, punching. Or they control you by not wanting you to have other friendships. A friend says, I'll take care of you. Their actions are they don't take care of you. They don't take care of your heart. In fact, they repeatedly break your heart. They don't help you out emotionally. Or very concretely, you pay for all the fun activities you do together. Maybe they say you're special to me, but they show you in action that you're not special. They make you worry. They make you continually look for them when they were supposed to be there to pick you up, or you were supposed to hang out together. Or they say, you're safe with me, in so many words. They demonstrate that you're not safe with them. They have a temper. They want to fight or argue with you or other people when you're out and about. They don't keep your secrets. They share them with others. Or they say, I support you but they don't support you. They don't help you deal with your issues and process your problems. Words versus actions, very important. Here's what it looks like in families. I love you, but in action, the family member uses the love to manipulate you, to get you to commit and be obligated to do things for the family that are unhealthy for you. And when you don't, they make you feel guilty or ashamed. Again, the family member says, I'll take care of your heart, but they, or I'll take care of you, but they don't take care of your heart. They don't support you. And very concretely, when they say, I'll take care of you, when you're little and they didn't provide a safe home or food or clothes, their actions said they won't take care of you. Family member says, you're safe with me. You're always safe with me. But then they demonstrate an action that you're not safe with them. They put you at risk. Getting the idea about words versus actions. Same thing happens, most definitely in intimate partnerships. So if the least they can do is the most you can expect, it may be time to move on. I want you to think about trust. And I want you to write down who you trust and why. And I want you to write down the feelings that they have conveyed to you. And then I want you to write down the examples of actions that tell you, that confirm the words that they express to you. Do this across your family, across your intimate partnership if you're in one, and with your friends. And see if the words are indeed congruent with their actions. That concludes this week's episode. And remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care.